Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. We are back again. Hello, Samantha. Hello, hello. We have our wild berry Skittles again. Guys, it's becoming a trend. So maybe one of our faves. I actually normally like regular, but you've gotten me onto these, and now they're around us all the time, I feel like. Well, I would never choose, first of all, do you feel like I'm a candy person? Because I don't. I would never, like, reach for something like that. And Skittles would be, like, the last thing I would choose. If we had to describe each other... Buy a food, what would it be? And um, why? You would be a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> oh, rude. rude. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. That's I don't know question. what you would be. You'd be like mashed potatoes or something. What? Bland? Just like every, no, everyone loves. Oh my just gosh. like a classic Not Southern. Oh, I don't that's know. funny. Okay, now I feel like I have to think of something better for you. Yeah, I feel like my that. answer was actually pretty good. <laughs> Okay, well, we were just like talking about mashed potatoes. We were just talking about mashed yeah, potatoes. Yeah. Maybe you'd be like a... We'll make sure to put a poll of who has tried Bob Evans mashed potatoes. Oh, yes, because so we, weird. Off, we were talking with our friend Hannah, who is a dietitian, and we were saying the best so mashed weird. potatoes. Christian's like shocked by it, but it's like an Instagram influencer kind of like secret Makes diet. me want to gag. I'm not going to lie. I'm imagining like the flaky, like powdery mashed potatoes you have, like water and milk too, but not wrong. Just different. Just different. Okay, let's transition into that because we are talking about this phrase that Christian and I have found ourselves saying and kind of dissecting a lot this past year. And it's kind of just this phrase. I think I started hearing you say it first, like, not wrong, just different. And it's just this idea that people in the Christian community are going to be doing life a lot different than you. And unless something is like explicitly sinful or just like outwardly wrong or right, there's a lot of diversity in the way that people choose to spend their money or parent or how they argue in marriages and how they work through issues and how they problem solve and how they give and how they serve and host. And so we contend as humans, especially as Christians, I think, to think that the way that we choose to do things is right or above the way other people choose to. And we, it's really a pride issue and we kind of want to break it down. Yeah. I was going to say this episode is dedicated to Mike and Dari Cranford. I learned this phrase from Andrew and I were in our very first small group as a married couple, literally went on to our honeymoon and like came back and like started the small group the week after. And I remember we went around one time and someone said like, what's your marriage advice? They had been married like you know, 40 years at this point. So obviously successful marriage. And I think it was he, Mike, who said, it's not wrong, just different. And we ended up making him like a coffee mug with that saying on it, because the number of times Andrew and I have used that, like specifically in our marriage is like unreal, at least every day. And it's honestly just kind of like bled into many areas of my life. And the older I get, I would like to say the more wise I get, I just recognize this feeling of like, it's not wrong. It's just different. And how quick I am to look at how someone else does something. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's so far from how I would do that. But I'm like, but why am I offended? Like it literally does not matter. That's what I was going to say. This topic, you might be sitting here listening and kind of cringing because I feel like lately I have noticed so many people that are truly offended by the way that other people choose to live their life. And I'm sure I know I've had moments like that too. But in general, I tend to be someone I think that 
can honestly be like, oh, that's not affecting me. Like, I don't really care how they choose to do that. I would never do it. But some people really like take it upon themselves to care about the way other people choose to do things. And I just think that's really interesting. But we have to break it down and say, like, what is that about us? What does that say about us? And also, like, challenging ourselves to say, I want to love on, I want to be a part of people's lives who do do things really different than me because newsflash, like maybe I could learn something. Maybe I can grow in some way. Maybe I have something to offer them even. Yeah. I mean, honesty hour here, Samantha. Let's go through a few of the areas that you and I are worst at this about. For sure, I will stand up and say right away, it is for sure my marriage. I am so easily just one to nitpick how Andrew does things versus me. I mean, this could be a simple, I know on our marriage episode or other things I've talked about how he maybe like does dishes differently than I do or how he like folds laundry differently, but even goes to like other things like how he manages his time or what he chooses to like veg out on or how he chooses to eat or I mean guys I could go on for a long time let's talk about how many like arguments we've had in a marriage of just like how you drive or like I don't know I mean it could be like umpteen things but marriage is like number one high on my list of like where I am easily be like no like I'm right you're wrong but I have to remind myself like no he's not wrong. It's just a different way of doing it. Yeah. And I'm the same exact way. My husband and I could not be more different in the way our personalities are and the way we like choose to do things. And it's so easy for me to like hear you talk about Andrew and be like, why do you care? Like he's doing it. But I, it's the same way. And you could look at Justin like, okay, why do you care about that? It's easy then though, we can say like when you're living with someone and you're that close to kind of nitpick things. But I think where I see this even more common now is the way that It becomes a gossip thing or even just like, can you believe so-and-so would choose to send their kids to full-time daycare? I could never. Or can you believe that she would just be content? Like I'm kind of coming off of our like stay-at-home mom versus working mom episode. Can you believe that she would just be content staying at home? Or can you believe they spend money that way or they don't spend money this way? Or Yep. I mean, yeah. So parenting, one of the other areas, I mean, the number of times I've heard other people be like oh my gosh, can you believe that that's what she feeds her kid? Or like, I mean, I'm even sometimes nervous as a mom, like sending my kid like, is this what they're going to wear to school? Are other parents going to judge me? Like my kids don't look as cute as other kids. Like, I mean, it is so dumb, but I'm like, no, it's literally not wrong. It's just different. But yeah, finance is another huge one. I think we are so quick to judge someone else's way of spending money. If that's outwardly like, you know, what house they buy, what car they have, like what clothes they wear, or if that's just like, I don't Maybe know. Maybe they don't spend a lot of money and you're judgmental yes. like, wow, they like are really tight or they don't do this or that or mm-hmm. they can't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think ways. in all of those areas, I mean, we are just so quick to like jump to, wow, like I do it. I think we said this on our mothering episode about like we probably all think the way we do it is the best way because that's how we do it. When I think all of us could easily say like, oh, yeah, I do I don't know, whatever task. Like I'm thinking about tasks around the home a lot. Like I make my bed this way. I know it's probably not the best way. I can think of a lot of other people who do this better than I. But then when my husband does it differently than me, I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's so wrong. Yeah. Why do I think that? Yeah. And I I don't know why it is this tendency that like we just care so much, especially in the Christian culture. You know, I think we wanted to touch on, too, there is a point of saying, OK, when we are living as Christians, even though 
There are a lot of things that are not explicitly black and white or like do this and don't do that. There's a lot of gray areas, but ultimately we all hope that we're growing in likeness to Christ. And so that means that our lives should look different than the world and we should be set apart and we should be making decisions that maybe surprise people in the world of like, oh, why would you choose to be like frugal in that way or give really generously or make choices for your parenting in that way? And so when you are living in close community, There's this sense that it's okay to challenge like, hey, I'm not saying that this is necessarily wrong, but can you explain to me like why you and Justin are deciding to do this? And, you know, hopefully that's done in close context, not just random people in town or something. But just putting this like emphasis on, hey, we want you as your friends in your community to be thinking through every decision and have it be glorifying and honoring to God. And so there is a point of that as well. But also recognizing like, hey, maybe you just don't know the full story or you haven't thought through something that way. Or it's like at the ultimate goal, God's going to be glorified both directions. And just because you would choose the different path doesn't mean their path is wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting as we have this conversation, though, because like you and I, I mean, you and I now say this often in our friendship or in our, you know, just life, we will say this now to each other about things. And I think it's just so interesting, though, because like when I catch myself like a red flag, when I am like so offended by how someone else does something and it's different how I do it is like, I'm like, why do I care so much? Like, why am I caring that this person's doing something different? And honestly, like you said earlier in the episode, like it really just comes back down to like pride. It comes back down to like, I am thinking too much of myself and too little of other people. And I'm not assuming the best of someone. I'm not like just assuming that like they have good intentions or they've thought through that just as I would hope people give me the same, you know, thought and assumption in return. I don't do that for others quickly. And I think that's a major red flag that I'm like, wow, I must be in an unhealthy state of how I'm thinking about how God created me and how God created other people. And we're going to be different because we're different people. Or even that maybe they didn't fully think something through and like newsflash that they're human and that like we have decisions in our day to day that we also maybe don't have the margin in life to think through every little thing and like make the best decision, you know, based on whatever scale you want to say, if it's like down to what our kids are eating up to like how we choose to spend our money or whatever. It's like, yeah, or giving them grace to say like, yeah, like I would have done that differently. And I honestly think it would have turned out better for them if they had done it differently. But that's also part of life and there being room to fall and fail and like learn and grow and meet, like have God meet you there. And so I think when I hear people do this, maybe you're like, no, I don't think this is true. But I hear a lot of jealousy in people when they do this, because I think a lot of times they want maybe what that person is doing or like they wish they were in that position to be making that kind of decision. I think I'm thinking of this of like maybe when you hear people talk about like, oh, well, why would they spend that on a car or a house or why would they send their kids to that school or why would they take that trip with their husband? Like, oh my gosh, like I would just be crazy that long on a solo trip with my husband. I don't know. I feel like when I hear that, I'm hearing this small hint of ultimately, like, I kind of want that too. I can't have it. So I'm going to tear it down a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe th- maybe that's not for everyone, but I think that's the But case. even as you say that, though, too, another thing I'm recognizing, I'm like, gosh, how ugly does that sound? Like, we all know those friends. I mean, this goes to gossiping, too. We all know those people that in the middle of a conversation that you're having with them, they're saying these things back and you're like, you know, blaring red lights are going off in your head. And you're like, wait, if you're willing to talk about this with me like this, like, 
what do you say behind my back to be like how I'm making decisions? And so even I've caught myself, I'm like, gosh, wh- yeah, why am I saying that? Or why do I care how someone's doing something so differently? And then I'm like, gosh, I don't want people to do that about me. Or like, why am I even having that thought? And I think it's so eye-opening because I'm like, gosh, I do not want to be a person who does that. And ultimately, like, again, it does not matter. And they're doing something differently than how I choose to do it. But like, it's not even right for me to be talking about it, nor worth my time. Well, and the people, too, that have to see, okay, I would do that really different. But because you're my brother and sister in Christ, like, I want to celebrate what you do in life. Again, we're talking about the things that are not blaring, like, sinful issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, if someone's having an affair, we're going to be like, wait, that's not, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. That's actually wrong. That's not just different. That is wrong. You know, and there's a lot of things, the way that people choose to maybe speak to their kids, where it's like, actually, you could be challenged in that, like, that's wrong how you're choosing to like handle that situation or yell at your kids like that, whatever. I'm just saying these are the things where really you couldn't argue either way. If you boil it down, you just feel really passionate about one way or the other. It's just so eye opening. The reason one of the reasons we wanted to have this conversation, though, is I think we live in such a culture right now that is so polarizing. And I even hate that I say that phrase, because when you read through the Bible, like our world now is no different than what it was or ever has been. Mm -hmm. Like this is the broken world that people have made it to be that like God created it to be perfect, created it to be totally good. And like people have made that bad. The Jews and the Gentiles talk about polarizing. So I'm like, it's no different than before we act like we're like, oh, my gosh, we don't know how to handle this as Christians. It's like, no, we actually have like an entire book of directions and like we should be in that book reading it. I'm off my high horse now. But I'm like, I just think it's so interesting in this time where I do feel like everyone is like, just like, I don't know, like blaring towards or like, I don't know, pining out for their just like goal of what they want to be accomplished. If that's in like, I don't know, just like any cause that they are a part of, if someone's not choosing to like support that cause and exactly how they have decided it would be best they are so offended and like affected by that and I think in a world where like we are so emotionally drained and overwhelmed and like anxiety and depression is like going out of the roof I'm like well maybe it's because we're spending all of our energy caring too much about what other people are doing and not doing and thinking and not thinking that I'm like well of course we're overwhelmed of course it's like full of anxiety because like you're choosing to now have to be on top of everyone else's like choice making I don't even know how to say Uh, that if that makes sense that's so true and that we know about all these minor choices when yeah I mean your community hopefully knows you well and hopefully you have people that can know you intimately and well like know how you tend to argue in in unhealthy ways with your spouse or know why you're thinking through decisions of where to send your kids to school when they start kindergarten xyz however there's so many things that we get to see of like they're posting an Instagram story and we're like she bought another new da 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 like why would she do that I wouldn't do that or whatever it is like we're just we're let in on so many more decisions of people because first of all people want to share them for whatever reason and maybe they have wrong intentions for wanting you to know what they're doing and how they're choosing to live life you know it's kind of like the people who just talking about kids like have a certain mindset on either how their kids should sleep or how their kids should eat. And like, you know that about them because they like love to repost the infographics about it or they love to like let that become, this is kind of a phrase right now, but like part of their personality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like the girlies that are gluten free or like whatever. It's like they want you to some, I'm okay, please don't be offended if you're actually gluten free and like for health reasons and stuff. I'm just saying there are certain people that we know like they want you to know that. And maybe they even want people to feel a certain way from their choices like inferior or maybe they want people to be envious I don't know but 
I don't even know where I was boiling. Well, but I think, but I think the just point we is know like, more. I think we, we know all, more. Well, yeah. And I think the point is, is like we all have things that we are passionate about that God has like put in our hearts and minds to be just like on top of like he created a world that is full of like different interests and different things and different like creations. Like there are places for a lot of people to care about a lot of different things. But the fact that like someone else may care or do something differently than you just means like simply that like they do it differently than you or like they're going to have a different care or love for that than you do. And like that is totally okay. And it's literally not our place, nor do we even like have the like capacity to even do that and like honestly if you're making time for that I would like challenge us all to like let's like assess where our time is going where our energy is going because I would bet that we could probably be doing much like something much more fruitful with our time and space Mm. I like this question of it sounds really bratty so we need to find another way to say it but like if a friend starts going down that tangent of kind of like judging other people's choices or just talking about them in a way that's like clearly just thinking that their way is better of saying like why do you care? Like, actually, like I'm saying that, like, I'm asking all of you listening right now, I know you're probably thinking of someone or something in your life that's just so different. It's like, why do you care? Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, I think the main answer to that is either that I'm just really prideful about the way I do things, like we said, or I'm jealous, or I'm unhappy or dissatisfied or discontent. And so I kind of hyper analyze everything else, everything that everyone else does. And so it's it's kind of a good question to ask yourself when you start doing that is like, why do I care so much about that? Yeah, that's really good. We yeah. could all sit in that for a few minutes. I've had to ask myself that before when I feel like my mind's spinning about something that has nothing to do with me. I genuinely have to be like, why do why? I care? Yep. Why am I spending and usually energy? And usually something else come kind of surfaces from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I we wanted to like also talk about, but what does it look like? because obviously we're talking about things that are not like blaringly like the Ten Commandments. Like obviously if someone's having an affair, that is wrong. If someone has like killed someone or hurt someone, like that is not right. But like what do we do with these things though when we do see people not making good choices or making choices that we believe like, hey, I know you well and this is not going to help you flourish. This is not glorifying to God. Like what do we do with that? Because I do think that's hard. Like I do think there's a time, we talked about that momentarily, but like I think there's a time to challenge people. I think there's a time to speak into someone's life. You know, obviously you guys know Samantha and I are friends and we spend a lot of time together. And so even in the small ways that if I could see something in Samantha's life, you know, she has given me that permission, which I think is a really important thing. But like, it is also my responsibility to say to her, like, hey, I'm concerned for how maybe, you know, I see her and Justin arguing in a way that I'm like, hey, like, you know, I will say Justin, like Samantha argue differently than me and my husband. But I've actually grown like in ways that she's taught me some things too that has like been freeing to me. But I'm also like, hey, there is also space for me to say, hey, Samantha, like, I just want to challenge you. I think in the way that maybe you talked to Justin wasn't really encouraging to him. I think that's actually probably not a productive way. I'm just like wanting you to check yourself. And I think there's a place and a time for that, too. And so, like, maybe even asking yourself, like, am I in a community who will do that, too? And who have I given permission to? Maybe if anyone. Yeah. And I think it's all about the way you say it, too. I mean, but even recently, like, okay, you've kind of gone through a year where you're a full-time working mom. You have two kids. You do a podcast. You have a wedding planning business. Like, you have a lot on your plate. And you're very social. And you have a lot in your calendar each week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had mentioned to me something about... Possibly taking seminary classes, which I was like, well, that's annoying because now we can't go off our whole shtick that we're not like seminary trained, whatever. I'm just kidding. I would totally take advantage of it too. I just let you say that and like 
I red flags were going off in my head, but I like let you just say it. And in the yeah. moment, I didn't say anything. Sat on it for like a week. I'm so proud of you. But then the next week, it kind of got brought up again. Or like you mentioned something and I was like, actually, I was like planning on telling you or just challenging you to think through like, if you do that, I think you have to take something off your plate. Because like, here's what I've heard that this year has been really hard for you and you've had too much on your plate already. And so like to have someone in our lives to say like, Actually, that wouldn't be wise for you. I don't think that would make you the best wife and mom and friend if you took that on or like if you are going to take that on and you can validate like reasons why, what are you going to let go of? And you were like, you had already come to that conclusion. Yeah, I already come to that conclusion, but it was so freeing that I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I have friends like that who will call me out in that way. I think I've had when I've talked to other people about community and like, how do I even cultivate a community who will call me out? And how do I even like give someone permission that feels so awkward? And I actually have boiled it down to people. I'm like, it is simply like just saying the words like it is simply saying like, hey, I give you permission. Like I trust and value your opinion. I trust and value that like you are pursuing Jesus just as I am. And I hope that you would speak into my life if you see something. And I think that like obviously it's uncomfortable. It feels kind of awkward. But I do think like we are built for community. We're made in community. And so I think the reality that we think that we can do this alone without people challenging us and without people challenging our thoughts that do make us a little bit uncomfortable we're going to just like have to like state the obvious and invite people into that. Yeah. And I think I've had to grow a lot because the reason I think we're so hesitant to do that or feel burned by it is because like I have been the one where I had thoughts like right in that moment when you were saying that, but I didn't, I was like about to kind of like come off more harsh probably than I should and probably like tear you down more of like, are you kidding me? Like that would be so dumb. All you've done is complain about how you're overwhelmed for the last year. Like that's kind of Oh, cool, guys. Cool. Okay, we can talk about this now and dissect it because that's what yeah. I think we're like talking about. Or even yeah. with me talking to Justin, yeah. like in a harsh way, you could easily in the moment be like, oh my gosh, like you sound like such a brat or you're being so mean. Whereas like I kind of wanted to think through how I could say that to you gently and then I can filter through of thinking like, yeah. okay, am I just annoyed? Like I had to process that. I'm like, why was I like, why were red flags going off when she mentioned that she was going to do that? I'm like, is there anything in me that just like doesn't want her to do that or feels like- Were you t- jealous? Were you being prideful? I was not jealous. I was thinking like, uh, honestly, probably more selfish of like, wait, we can't like do our podcast and that and yeah. all the million things she But it has. was so good because then when you did bring it to me, you said it in a really gracious way. And like you said, I had already come to that conclusion, but I like needed to process and have that time. But I have been the person to jump down people's And so we can sit here and say, like, I don't actually like I'll push back a little like it's not just as simple as saying those words, too. I actually think it's more complex. Like, I think you have to be really prayerful and mindful because when we do just say the words, sometimes it comes out in our sinful way. Like it comes through those things that we haven't really processed and filtered through. Yes, it is just as simple as literally saying the words. Well, I was saying like giving someone permission is just saying the words. But I do think even in giving the permission, you need to be prayerful of like, yeah. yeah, of like, is this someone who like I look up to? Like I look to their life and I'm like, no, you are pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And like, I see how you daily walk and I want that. And I, so I don't think you just give permission lightly to different people. I think that needs to be a prayerful conversation or prayerful thought. And then a conversation you have with them. But I do think people have said like, that's so awkward. Like, how do I give someone permission to speak into my life? And I'm like, it will come very simply once you actually just say the words and you like are praying through that decision to say like, no, I want you to call me out. Or like, I don't think I've ever looked at you and explicitly been like, hey, you have permission to speak in my life. It's more this like, 
well, obviously we do life together day in and day out. It would be weird if I was offended if you spoke into my life because we have built trust. And so I think, yeah, you could explicitly say like you have permission, but also like I'm not going to be offended maybe if, well, I was going to say my mom, but that's because I like really trust her and have a good relationship. I know some people might not have that, but I'm saying like if your best, if the person you call like your best friend and people you do life closely with, if they don't have the freedom to like say things too, I think that can also be like we have to let walls down and realize like people do have to have that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that makes total sense. Well, I know this seems like maybe a minute topic and we've talked about it before on the podcast, but again, we wanted to bring it up because I think just even as we get older and even as the conversations, our community, you know, grows and we have conversations with people. I think it's just so interesting how this theme, if we really adopted this theme into like all areas of our life in our marriages and in our parenting and how we are, you know, make friends and how we walk alongside people at work or coworkers or whatever it may be. I think if we actually adopted this thought of like, no, genuinely how they're doing something is not wrong. It's just different than me. Then I think our world would be maybe a way more peaceful place. And it would be a place that like would allow better conversations that even when you do disagree with someone, like maybe on the level of like their opinion of something versus mine, we would actually be creating a space where we can better have a conversation about it and not actually fight about it because we are like, prideful or jealous or envious of how they're doing something versus us. Yeah. I mean, I remember kind of earlier on in my 20s hearing a girl have a conversation about just like wanting to find like a group of girls and like really find that community and actually making a point to say like, well, it's just hard because we've got to find people that like kind of live exactly the same way you do. And I remember being like, yeah, like at first like agreeing and then wait, like again, those red flags in my head being like, wait a second and thinking about some of the closest girls in my life at that time. And if you laid them all out, like, yes, I have groups of friends that like we have a lot in common because that does draw you closer to people. But thinking through like I have friends that are so different than me, but they're some of the girls I admire most because I'm able to look at their life and think like, wow, like that's not how I tend to parent. But I really can like take a lot from that or like I wish I was a little bit more like gentle spirited with my kids or with my husband or like, wow, I'm not as much of a homebody, but I love seeing that one friend just like really make her home a priority and just the way that she like loves to serve her family and friends through like cooking elaborate meals and just like getting a lot of good time at home like that. And so I actually think it's really narrow minded to think that you can't be really closely knit with people who don't think extraordinarily different than you because I think it then is just affirming maybe all the beliefs you have which feel good but who wants to live like that that's not challenging you that's not having you giving you the ability to see the world in a different perspective and that's really not helping you grow at all Mm -hmm. yeah that's so encouraging drop the mic but not actually (laughs) because we would get in trouble hey thanks for going there with us If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.